What it do? Happy whatever day you're listening. It is currently Sunday, July 10th as I'm recording this. Today's episode, the second episode of the Gains by Pat podcast, we're going to talk about how to break through a weight loss plateau, a problem that a lot of people struggle with or they think they struggle with, and we're going to dive into the nitty gritty of everything. Uh, let me just go ahead and lay out kind of how this episode is going to go so uh, you uh, you kind of know how to follow along and what we're going to talk about. Uh, first things first is we're going to talk about uh, people misinterpreting what a weight loss plateau is and actually what it is and kind of getting into the psychological aspect of of you on your weight loss journey and fat loss journey. And then we're going to talk about what to do if you actually hit a plateau, if you actually are stuck and don't know what to do and where to go. We're going to talk about specifically uh, the tactical actions to change, the tactical things that you can do uh, right now, right after, or you can even do these things as you're listening to this episode. Uh, Things that you can start doing right now, make changes with nutrition, with workouts uh, to help you actually start to lose more weight and break past your plateau. That's a tongue twister, past your plateau. And uh, also going to talk about the mindset changes needed to make in order to actually get past the plateau. So because fitness, life, anything in general, it's all about how you think about it first and foremost, and then the actions follow suit, not to get too deep on this uh, on this episode, but we might get a little deep. All right, so first things first, what is a weight loss plateau? So a weight loss plateau is essentially you are losing weight, you're losing weight, you're, you know, you made changes to workouts, to nutrition, and you know, say that you started out at 200 pounds and you got down, you started taking action for a couple months and scale weights just dropping off effortlessly, dropping off like, 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 I don't even know the comparison I want to make here, but it's dropping off. Okay. It's dropping off. Uh, it's dropping off. Like, like you left a cold bottle of water out in the, in the, the heat in the drops. All right. I'm not even gonna make that comparison. Anyway, weight is dropping off. Weight's dropping off. Uh, and it's happening pretty steadily, pretty quickly. And then, um, you get to a point where you don't, you aren't losing weight as fast or not at all. So say you lose 20 pounds, you're down to 180 pounds. And then the actions that you're taking that you were taking to get to 100, 180 pounds are no longer working to help you lose any more weight. So that's essentially where what a plateau means. You get to a certain point, it feels like it feels like even though you're still taking action, still doing stuff, no matter what you do, you can't lose any more weight. So that's kind of the problem people get stuck with. Um, but I think here's the main, main thing to kind of keep in mind before you start freaking out about it being a plateau. So people misinterpret what a plateau actually is. So people think that if they, again, all of a sudden aren't making any more progress, that they actually hit a plateau, when in actuality, a plateau is when you haven't made any progress for like two, three weeks at a time. So say you're dropping weight consistently and you're dropping like a pound every other day, and then you hit a point in time where it's been like four or five days and you haven't lost any more weight, that, my friend, is not a plateau. That is just progress slowing down. That is not you hitting a plateau. So keep in mind, there's a huge difference between a plateau and progress slowing down. Uh, so I think a couple of things to kind of keep in mind to let you know if you are hitting a plateau or not is one, have you been consistent for at least two to three weeks and has, have no changes been made? So if you've been consistent, you've been hitting your calorie goals with nutrition, you haven't had any like 
there hasn't been a holiday, there hasn't been, you know, you traveling, there hasn't been all this crazy stuff, something something abnormal, abnormal going on uh, that prevents you from actually taking consistent action uh, and sticking to your goals. Say, you know, say you're aiming to be at around 2000 calories per day, and that's what's helped you lose weight up to this point. Um, but you have had, you know, you had 4th of July weekend and you ended up having two days where you have no idea you had every white claw flavor uh, ever created and you had four hot dogs in a day plus a bunch of sweets. And, you know, maybe you went on another trip or had some other fun night out uh, throwing the mix there. That's not you being consistent. You don't have to be perfect with nutrition to make progress, but you need to be overall consistent and not have like. 60% of your day or 40% of your days be like higher calorie days. So aiming to be consistent. If you've been consistent with nutrition for two weeks, two or three weeks overall, um, you've been consistent with workouts, then if you're not making progress, then then yeah, you probably hit a plateau. Um, are any other changes happening? So uh, again, are you traveling more often? Are you not getting as much sleep as normal? Are you, are like life things going on? Are you not able to work out as much and as hard? Did you get injured? Like if any of those things are going on, those are some things you kind of got to work around and ideally sure aim to be more consistent with them. Like try to get a little bit more sleep, you know, try to have some of those life things going on, be kind of settled down. Obviously there's only so much we can control and we are human. So you're not always going to be perfect and be able to make just progress at all times. That's not realistic. But um, just being in, being mindful of that, like even if, even if you've made progress on your weight loss journey and you hit a plateau, but you're maintaining that weight, that is progress. I think a lot of people will like get super freaked out and spaz out when they don't make any more progress. But really like if you, if you, can maintain your progress when you have a bunch of life things going on, like when you're traveling, when you are getting a new job, when you're moving, when you're like going through um, in a new relationship and you're going out to eat a lot more and, you know, maybe there's kids have summer off, like when there's different stuff going on and like negative side of things, sure, if you like have like a breakup or like, you know, God forbid, lose your job, God forbid any of that happening, but life happens and the crazy stuff happens. So, if, if you can maintain your progress when things in life happen, that is not a weight. I, I wouldn't look at that as a weight loss plateau and be like that freaked out about it. I would one, give yourself a pat on the back. I would give yourself more than a pat on the back. I would be very, I, I'm proud of you. You should be proud of yourself if you've made progress and maintain even when life things are going on. So that's, that's one thing to keep in mind. Um, and then if you do want to keep making more progress, then sure, then take a step back and then kind of reevaluate and see what you need to change in order to kind of break through that plateau. And that's what we're going to talk about in a second. Um, so again, just because you're not making as much progress as you did at first does not mean you hit a plateau. If you, you know, we're losing two to three pounds a week at first, you know, when you started to make these changes with nutrition and workouts, um, and now you're only losing, I'd say only quote unquote, only losing a pound or a pound and a half a week or even half a pound a week, then that is not a plateau. That's just like simply like you've pushed yourself to this point. Um, you've got to this point and you're still making more progress, but progress isn't always going to be that fast. Um, you can't keep doing the same thing forever. You, your actions can't always stay the same and always expect the same level of progress to be made. That's like, that's like you want to make more money and you're working an hourly job and you, you know, you want to make $500 a week and you're like, all right, I'm, I got this new job where I'm getting paid $20 an hour. I'm going to work 25 hours this week and I'm going to make $500. Well, if you want to make $800, 
a week, something's got to change. You can't keep working that same 25 hours. Sure, it was great for the goal that you had before, and you can, you know, you can get close to 800. You, you can, you can, you're, you, I mean, 500 is relatively close, but you got you to gotta make a change to your actions in order to get a different outcome. And so if you really did hit a plateau and you, you know, are kind of at that point where you don't, you don't know what to do, you're, you, you're not sure what changes to make, um, but you're still staying consistent, then that's when changes need to happen. And we'll go over that in a second. Um, I think another thing to keep in mind when it comes to any kind of plateau, especially as it deals with a fitness plateau, is that so much of fitness progress is simply from just staying consistent. Yes, there are changes that you need to make in order to make more progress. You need to make changes with nutrition and you need to make changes with workouts and you need to um, continue to adapt to the progress you are making. And again, that's what we'll talk about in this kind of next section that I'm going to dive into in a second. But um, just because, you know, people, the, the nature of people is that if they're doing something, um, for, you know, four weeks at a time, they start to get bored. They're like, like, imagine, think about anything in life, uh, that you're doing and you're super excited about it at first. And there's a lot of progress being made. And then you, it just gets kind of like stale in your head. It just fe- feels very redundant and repetitive. It's that with anything in life, like, it's something like relationships, for example. I think this is something that all of us can relate to. Like we get so excited up front about talking to a new person or dating a new person or a new marriage or like this new thing in life. And then once that kind of becomes the norm, we just like kind of take it for granted and stop putting in the same like action and don't have the same energy and don't have the same effort put into that. Um, same thing with you know athletes oftentimes like athletes like you always hear the the you know the story about or just like guys that are like busts in like NBA NFL they're like super good in high school super good in college working super hard and then they reach this like pinnacle of like all right I you know made some money um, and they stop putting putting an effort and stop taking action I think with fitness that's so 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 apparent and so true people one they start to make any amount of progress. And once they start to make some progress, they're like, oh, like I'm in a good, I'm good now. Like I know what to do. I'll take my foot off the gas and, or, um, you know, they, let me go back to that real quick that you start to make a lot of progress and you like feel like you deserve to have more food or you deserve to get in a workout. Um, or you, you know, quote unquote deserve, uh, to not put in as much effort when really like making fitness progress is something that one, it's all about consistency and like, yes, you absolutely can and should have balance with it, but you have to actively be mindful of nutrition and workouts on a regular day to day basis. Not every single day. Cause again, that's not realistic with life when you're traveling, got, you know, kids, vacation, whatever the case is. Um, but you need to be mindful of your fitness goals on an, on a regular basis and mindful of your health as a whole. So, um, that's one thing like gotta stay intentional with it. it. You like, do not get complacent, like really, really push this, keep going and keep putting an effort. And then the other thing is like just getting bored with it. Like, I think some people like are so gung ho and put so much energy into it up, up front, but they can't maintain that same level of energy or they just choose not to like, you gotta, you gotta, you got to like have the same kind of level of energy and like be excited about your goals and know it's an opportunity to um, to be the best version of yourself and think about that every single day. And it's not just a short term destination. Um, and I think, uh, you know, a lot of things in life that are great and we aspire to get to, whether it be um, how our body looks, wanting to look and feel our best, having good relationships, making, you know, making a good amount of money, building a good career, building a business like that just takes so much just consistency over time and really just enjoying the day-to-day of 
you know, taking action with, you know, with workouts, with nutrition, following through on that and feeling really good about that um, and, and finding ways to not get bored with it. Like I think any day, I think for me, one, th- one thing that kind of keeps me motivated on a regular basis and kind of keeps me going um, is just like the feeling and a sense of accomplishment of like following through on that day. Like with nutrition, if I, you know, hit my calorie goals that day, like that's a really cool feeling. And I almost treat it like, like a puzzle almost where it's like, all right, I want to work in some ice cream. What are the meals I, I need to have earlier in order to actually like stay around this number of calories? Um, and you know, every day is not going to be perfect and you learn from every day, but that's like the same thing with relationships. Like I, um, you know, uh, different, different times I've dated people, uh, and now I'm, I'm in a relationship. Um, you like, you, you think about ways or like you, you realize that like, you have to be intentional every single day to make it a good relationship. Like you have to be, um, and obviously if it's the right person, like you want to be excited about, about talking to the person and same thing with fitness goals. If it's like something that like you, you want to look a certain way, you want to keep making weight loss progress, you want to feel a certain way and you're excited about it, then it's going to be a lot easier to take action. But I think you gotta, you gotta be intentional with the positive actions you're taking so that you don't get bored. I think when people start having like a negative mindset about, you know, weight loss and fitness and they're like, Oh, it's just the same same thing every day. And same thing with like dating business. If you just kind of get in that mode where you're like, Oh, it's the same thing today. Like I'm talking to this person or I'm, you know, posting on social media, then like you're eventually going to stop taking action or it's not going to be as positive action and not going to help you make progress. So get excited about what your goals are. Um, and again, this all goes back to the weight loss plateau because I think a lot of times people mistake getting bored as well for actually hitting a plateau. And if you approach it with like the same level of excitedness and uh, you know enjoyment that you had on the front end when you had these big time goals of you know getting a six pack, losing weight, um, fitting in your clothes better, like feeling more confident, like the things that you like think about when you start and embark on a weight loss journey, a fat loss journey, um, I I think those are things to keep in mind when you kind of hit that that kind of place where you're like mentally a little bit drained and aren't making as much progress. Like I, I think that's one thing to keep in mind. And I think the other thing is that when you hit this plateau, again, like there are changes that you can make and we're going to talk about those still, but you got to just know that progress is eventually going to come. And it's only a matter of time before you make some changes and make some tweaks to how you approach uh, workouts and nutrition before you start to make more progress. And inevitably with anything good in life, I know, I think my main things I always kind of relate it back to are like relationships and business because I feel like that's like things that I have experience with and can speak on. But like when you are, um, when you are excited about those things and, and you know, you're intentional with it and, and taking consistent action with it, it becomes a lot easier to enjoy it day to day. So, um, push before you, you know, before you start to make any changes, I think the biggest thing is one, staying positive and know that it's only a matter of time before positive progress is going to happen. Like as you keep putting in effort, like either one, you're going to be like, all right, this is working. Even if it's slower progress, like it's still progressing and getting better than it was the day, week, month before, as in you're losing more weight, you're losing some additional weight, your body is changing um, compared to where you were last month. Even if it's, you know, you lost three pounds this month compared to seven or 10 pounds the month before, that's still progress and that's still a win. And even if you don't make any progress, even if it's like, all right, I'm actually in a plateau, I haven't lost any weight for these last three weeks, then that's where it's kind of the fun and where you kind of have to go through those challenges. And this is the point I forgot what I was going to say, but those challenges are like what make you make the, the, the good things in life so much better. Like when you have those like moments of like, 
feeling, you know, uncertain that you're actually going to make progress or like feel like, you know, things are very challenging and it's super, super tough. When you battle through and get through those times and kind of work through it, that's like the most beautiful thing ever is when you actually make progress and like feel good after those times. Um, so I would keep that in mind too. Like just keep taking consistent action with fitness. Even if you feel like you've hit a plateau, please continue to stay consistent. So now that we have that out the way, want to stay consistent no matter what it's normal to kind of get bored as a as a human being um just when you know you're taking consistent action for a long period of time and sure sometimes it's necessary to take a mini break take a week of not worrying about tracking worrying about fitness um somewhat like i wouldn't say just don't ever don't work out or like don't care at all what you eat but like take a take a mini step back stop putting in as much effort and then come back to it and go even harder uh and attack it so um, going back to a weight loss plateau and kind of getting into like the tactical side of things, not as much mindset side of things. If you, if you do hit a plateau, there's a few different things. Again, we said we're going to talk about mindset again and also tactical changes. So if you hit a plateau and you're like, all right, I need to start making changes to how I approach workouts and nutrition. I think the biggest thing to remember is that you cannot keep doing the same thing forever to make progress. Your metabolism starts to slow down. So say that you were 200 pounds and now you're 180 pounds. Um, and, and say when you're 200 pounds, your maintenance calories were arbitrary number. It's not going to be the same for everyone, but say you're 200 pounds, your maintenance calories are 2,400 calories and you've been eating 2,100 calories a day to be in a deficit and you've been making consistent progress doing that. When, once you get to 180 pounds, you just have less overall mass on your body and you don't need as many calories. You don't need as much energy to maintain that mass on your body. So your, your maintenance amount of calories is going to be less. So therefore you need to start to make some kind of additional changes in order to keep losing more weight if that is your goal. So I think that's one thing to just be aware of is that like, as you lose weight, maintenance calories will go down. It's not going to be like, I think one mistake people make, it's like, it's like both sides. I think people think that, you know, when they have this set calorie goal, they can stick with that forever and they're going to keep losing weight. And that's kind of what leads you to a plateau. But then also I think the opposite side of that and other extreme of that is like people, as as soon as they lose like five pounds, they're like, oh shit, my maintenance calories dropped. I got to make a change to what I'm doing. I got to, I got to tweak something. And in reality, the best way to go about it is to stay consistent with what you're doing overall consistent with nutrition, with workouts, um, once you kind of have set goals in place. And then um, once you completely you know, hit a plateau for two weeks and haven't made any more progress at all for two weeks after being consistent for two weeks, then make a change. So I would rather you, the, the goal when you're losing weight is to have as many calories as possible while still making a good amount of progress. Because there's no reason and no need to drop down super, super low calories because one, it's going to ultimately slow your metabolism down a ton. Your body will adapt to that and be like, like, you know, say you, your maintenance is 2,400 and you drop down to 1,500 right away. One, it's not going to be enjoyable and you're going to be super hungry, uh, not going to be able to work in, you know, fun foods and foods you enjoy and not have as much energy. But then also when you actually do hit a plateau, it's like, well, shit, what are you going to do? Like say, I mean, say you make more progress and you get down to 175 at 1,500 calories, but then like, what are you going to do? You're going to keep dropping calories down from there. Um, and that becomes even more challenging. It slows down your metabolism a ton. So the goal with weight loss is to be able to be having as many calories as possible uh, while still losing weight. So um, that's kind of getting into the tactical side of things, but kind of going back to mindset too real quick, I think you got to be open to making changes and understanding that changes are necessary to keep making progress. I think with when it comes to our own fitness goals, we are so emotional 
Uh, <laughs> we're emotional with our own self and our own fitness goals instead of being objective when it comes to making progress. We get so in our head about like, oh, I feel like I'm taking action and I'm so consistent and nothing is happening as opposed to like looking ourselves in the mirror literally and figuratively, literally to see the progress you're making and figuratively to, to, to look yourself in the mirror and be like, all right, if I'm not making the progress I want right now and haven't been for two, three weeks, four weeks, what changes do I need to make? Like be as objective with yourself as possible. Um, when you, yes, like our bodies and how we feel about ourselves is a very emotional thing. But when it comes to making progress, if you can do your best to separate the two, as far as like the actions you are taking, if you can be like, all right, what actions do I need to change in order to continue to make changes that I want with my body and think about it that way, the better you're going to be from a mental side of things. Cause it's, it's, you know, when, when we get kind of all tied up and worked up about why we're not making progress, then it makes us feel bad about the, the lack of progress we're making. And it's like, it makes us question ourselves and like why we're doing, even working on fitness in the first place. If like, you know, our actions quote unquote, like don't, aren't leading to progress anyway. I know a lot of people are like, well, what's the point of me even putting an effort? If like I, I'm doing all this stuff and nothing's happening, it's like, well, dog, like if you weren't putting any effort at all, then you'd probably just gain like 10, 15 pounds back. And that goes back to the point of like, maintaining progress after making progress is good and maintaining in general is not a bad thing. But if you want to make some additional progress, that's where it's like objectively, okay, what changes do I, should I make from here? Um, and, and attacking those. And then you go back to the drawing board, you know, after a week, two weeks, three weeks, see what progress, see what changes you've made, see if scale weight's going down. Um, and then, you know, if, if you're not making progress, that's when you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, all right, am I being consistent? Am I following through? Am I actually like being mindful of calories? Um, am I actually following through and getting all my workouts in? Am I, you know, getting cardio in? Am I, am I taking the actions necessary? Am I being consistent with those things? Um, and then from there, you know, if you are, then that's when you keep making more changes and more tweaks to keep making more progress. Um, so getting into the tactical side of things, and I think this is, I've talked a lot about mindset these first 20 minutes of this podcast, and I think, again, if your mindset isn't right when it comes to making changes and you are um, you know, feeling sorry for yourself about why you're not making progress or you feel like you know, no matter what you do, no changes are ever going to happen, I think we, that's the most important thing is to get out of that mindset and know that you have complete control over your body and the changes you can make. Yes, it's going to be challenging sometimes. Yes, you have to get outside of your comfort zone and be open to making those changes uh, and know that it, you know, it's going to be a mental and physical challenge at times, but it's like very well possible. Like, I don't care who you are. You are 1000% capable and possible of making changes and losing weight and, you know, making changes with your body um, that are going to help you feel and look your best. So that's the biggest thing. So tactical changes to make. So there, there's two different things. It comes down to nutrition side of things and workout side of things. And you can do both of these. You can do a combo of both, or you can pick one or the other. So let's start with the nutrition side of things. First and foremost, losing weight comes from being in a calorie deficit. Non-negotiably, that is it. That is what it comes down to. It comes down to you taking in less calories than your body is burning. And when I say your body is burning, I do not mean you need to eat less calories than you burn from a workout. You do not need to do two hours of workouts that burn... 1200 calories and then you need to eat, only eat 1100 calories and you're in a deficit just you being a live human being like you could literally lay in bed the entire day and you would be burning calories and need food in calories just to operate and have like your organs running and blood flowing and you being a live person so 
You burn calories from that. You burn calories from any movements that you make. You getting outside of bed, you brushing your teeth, you walking outside, you walking to your car, you uh, you will giving someone a hug. A lot, a lot of different motions that people do on the day-to-day basis that helps them burn some additional calories. And then you burn calories from workouts. Uh, you burn calories when you go for a run, when you go for a walk, when you get a lifting workout in. Um, and then when you have more muscle on your body too, then you need your body needs additional calories to maintain that muscle. That's kind of goes with like just the normal day-to-day calories. Like say you have a lot of muscle and then you don't get out of bed for a day. Your body still needs a lot of calories to maintain that muscle, my G. So that's something to keep in mind too. So in order to be in a deficit, you need to be taking in less calories from food and drinks than your body is burning. Um, I, I would not worry about tracking the calories that are burned because it's so hard to do that. I think, and this is what I have my clients do. This is what I do. I literally track the amount of food that I am taking in every day because we can track that a lot more accurately and easily and have a better guesstimate and idea of that on a regular basis. Um, and that is ultimately like, you know, what we have full, 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 full control over. And especially when time is limited and you need to be realistic with your goals, you don't have time to go work out for two, three hours a day. Sure, you can work out more to burn more calories and we'll get into that, but on a day-to-day basis, like you, you need to be mindful of nutrition and mindful of your calorie intake in order to be in a deficit. It. Um, especially in, at any age, really, even if you have all the time in the world, sure, you can get in workouts more often, but like there's just so much more to life than only workouts. I love working out, but I, I, can, I, I refuse and I'm not doing it every single day for four hours a day. I'm just not. I like too many other aspects of life. I'm not doing that. So you need to be mindful of nutrition. So in order, if you hit a weight loss plateau, keep in mind that it's still all about being in a calorie deficit. And again, kind of going back to the previous point is that your maintenance calories are now a little bit lower. So basically being in a deficit means that you're taking in a little bit less calories than your maintenance amount. So say your maintenance is 2000 calories. If you're, um, if you're taking in 1800 calories per day, then you're going to be in a calorie deficit. I mean, hell, even hundred calories less per day. If you're at 1900 and your maintenance is 2000, you're in a deficit. So once you hit a plateau and your weight has stayed the same, you now know that around that many calories that you're eating, that means that that is your around your maintenance amount of calories and you need to make some additional changes, whether that be um, cutting back on the calories that you are taking in and you are eating or drinking, or you need to uh, figure out a way to burn some additional calories to make it easier for you to be in a deficit. So again, that's why it's helpful to have a combination of the two. And so with nutrition, in order to help you uh, be in a deficit, once you hit a plateau, you can, uh, I would drop calories by around 150 to 200 calories per day. If you, you know, if your maintenance is 2000 and you were eating, uh, you were eating 1800, you hit a plateau. Now your maintenance is around 1800, drop it down to 1650 or 1600 calories that you're aiming to have on a regular basis, uh, on a day in day out basis. And the best way to do that is to cut back on portion sizes of, Ideally, it would be portion sizes of foods that are higher carb, higher fats. Not that those foods are bad. You can work in any food and still be in a deficit as long as you're mindful of total calories, but those foods are normally a lot less filling for lower calories. So that's why you want to cut back on the portions of those. You want to keep protein intake higher because that's going to be filling for more calorie or for less calories. 
Um, you want to keep veggies in the mix because, again, that's filling for less calories. Uh, and the protein side of things is going to be helpful uh, in order to help you actually like lose body fat. I know we're talking about just like a, a weight loss plateau, but it'll help, be helpful to help you actually lose body fat um, and look more like lean toned uh, and help on that side of things. It'll help you preserve more muscle um, and keep your metabolism running faster so it's easier to continue to lose weight and keep it off. So that's one thing to, that I would I would keep protein higher as you drop calories uh, and drop calories from higher carb, higher fat food. So maybe it's like you have rice or you have pasta or potatoes. Cut back a little bit on the portions of those and add in a little bit bigger portion of veggies. Because if you cut back 100 calories from you know rice and you add in you know a, that portion of broccoli, like the broccoli is only going to be 10 to 20 more calories, but still just as filling or more filling for less calories. Um, so that's one thing to do. You could do that for multiple meals. You could maybe if you have like a muffin in the morning or a bagel in the morning, you start having just half of a bagel and you have, you know, uh, 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 like an orange or something like that. Or maybe instead of the bagel itself, you have an orange in the morning or you have, you know, an apple in the morning uh, and then cut back there by a hundred, 150 calories and voila, you're now in a, in a deficit. So in order to be in a deficit and keep making progress, it's not any drastic change you need to make. It's just like, it could be some small changes throughout the day where you cut back on portions, just a little bit of any foods. Um, or it could be, you know, one meal you're like, all right, I don't really need this. Maybe you're having ice cream every single night, but you also have it like, you know, a, a cookie at lunchtime. Maybe it's like, all right, I don't really need this ice cream anymore. You got to be open to making that change for sure. But you're like, all right, I don't need this ice cream anymore. This is like 300 calories that I'm having. I don't need it. I'm going to cut back on it. Voila deficit. So that's one thing. Another way and another thing you can do is maybe, um, maybe you could have just one meal that's like super quote unquote healthy. And that's something that I do some days where I'm like, I want my breakfast. I like having a higher calorie breakfast because I normally work out in the morning. So I'll have uh, like a sandwich and then I'll have like this, like uh, protein, um, protein, like pancake, in a cup type of thing. And then I'll have fruit and that ends up being a little bit higher calorie. And then for dinner, I'm normally, it's like the end of my day. And I like to wrap up the day having some, like having something kind of sweet along with dinner. So that ends up being a little bit higher calorie. So then like lunchtime, I have just like a big grilled chicken salad and a piece of fruit. So it's like a lot lower calorie. It's like a super quote unquote healthy meal, but it's one way um, that I can cut back on calories as opposed to just having like three like balanced meals where there's something sweet in the mix for all of them. You could have one meal in the day. That's kind of, super healthy, quote unquote, um, more filling for less calories, uh, and saves room for more food, uh, later in the day, but allows you to still be in a deficit. So either way, nutrition side of things in order to, you know, kind of break through weight loss plateau, drop calories by hundred to 150 calories, uh, 150 to 200 calories, somewhere around there. Um, obviously if you want to make a little bit more progress, don't want to take it to two extremes, but you could drop it to, you know, 300 calories. If you want to kind of push the envelope a little bit more. And then the other side of things is the workout side of things. So again, to, you got to be in a deficit. That's the main thing. The simplest way to do that is simply to either one, um, get in one additional workout in the week. So maybe you're getting in three workouts, it, you know, if you can and you want to, maybe push it to four days per week, get in a, a fourth workout and that can help a little bit. But I think, I think the best, best way is just adding in like additional 15, 20 minutes of walking to what you're doing right now. Like get up, go for a walk, um, take a, take a five, 10 minute break throughout the day. 
and go for a little quick walk. Um, it definitely is something you have to be intentional about and be like super mindful of. You can also just do it like at the end of a gym session or end of a lift or just like, like maybe it's lunchtime before you eat lunch. You go for a 20 minute walk and then you sit down and have lunch or after you have lunch, you know, after I, I think anytime, I, not anytime, but sometimes after I have a meal, I feel kind of like sluggish and just like want to like sit there for a while. So maybe what you can do is you're like, all right, I have to get in my 20 minute walk after I eat. So you, you know, you eat, you do your thing. And then right away after that, you, you go for a 20 minute walk and you probably will be more energized after that. Um, so that's one thing where it's not going to burn a ton, a ton of calories, but it's going to burn. I don't know. I mean, it's going to burn an extra 70, 80 calories maybe, um, and help you be in a deficit easier. But if you do that every single day and then you make a small tweak with nutrition, even just a smaller one, a, you know, small cut back and, you know, portion it for one meal, it's going to allow you to be in a deficit. So one of those two things, those are the changes you need to make if you want to break through your weight loss plateau. Um, and then the biggest thing from there, again, once you make those changes, aim to stay as consistent with them as possible uh, until uh, until you hit another plateau. Like if you can, you know, drop calories down to 16, say you're at, you know, your, your new maintenance is 1800 and you drop calories to 1650, aim to stay at that amount for as long as you can and keep making making progress losing weight. If, if you're consistent with it and then, you know, after two or three weeks, you're not making any more progress, then that's when you got to kind of go back to this whole process and look yourself in the mirror again, be like, all right, what changes do I need to make? What changes am I willing to make? If you don't want to drop calories anymore, then at that point, maybe it's like, all right, I would rather get in, you know, 15, 20, 25 more minutes of walking or some kind of cardio as opposed to cutting back on calories and not having as much food. So it's kind of the ball is kind of in your court at that at that point in time, too. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, Again, I think those are like the two main, main, main things. Yes, sure. There's different situations where like if your metabolism is crazy, crazy low or, you know, you've kind of gone through this whole process and you've lost a lot of weight and it's kind of you're at a you're at a point where like calories are at a thousand per day or, you know, it's super, super low. And like you sh- cannot drop calories anymore and you do not know what else to do to fit in your schedule. Then that's where it's like, all right, I got, I, you know, kind of probably should do some kind of reverse diet, kind of gradually work calories back up, work on getting better, getting stronger so you increase your metabolism. Uh, But that's a whole different story and something we'll cover in a different podcast. But just as far as continuing to make progress, losing weight, um, aim to stay consistent as as long as you can. And then once you actually legit hit a plateau for two, three weeks, then make one of those changes or a combo of those changes with nutrition and workouts and then kind of continue on with that process. Um, and I think again, being objective with your progress and kind of taking out, you know, that feeling of, Oh, I'm, why am I even putting an effort? Like any effort you're putting into fitness is well worth it. So get that out of your head. Um, yeah, let me know what questions you have. That is the end of this podcast for today. Definitely a shorter one than the first podcast. Uh, going to be covering a lot more topics like this. I'm probably going to alternate topics between like, a personal or just like kind of openly venting or not even venting, venting is a strong word there, uh, but talking about a different kind of topic as it relates to fitness. Like I know the first episode I did was like my fitness journey. Um, next episode I did is going to be like four biggest things wrong with the fitness industry. So I'm going to try to intertwine. I'm going to alternate between like actual tactical advice that's going to help you with your goals, but then also just like me talking about different subjects and topics that I think are kind of interesting uh, as it relates to fitness. So um, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Uh, again, going to be posting these every Tuesday, Wednesday, every Wednesday uh, from here moving forward. Uh, 
If you do not follow me on social media, my Instagram is at gains by Pat. Uh, my TikTok is at Gains by Pat. I post content there every single day. Uh, please let me know, you know, what questions you have. I can how I can how I can help. And uh, peace and blessings. Much love. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. You are the best. Keep getting after it. Aim to be consistent. Much, much progress on the way. Peace and blessings. Talk soon.